Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, April 7th, show number 225. Can't believe we've had that much fun, Scott. Is, is that what we're calling it? That's it. Is that what we're going with? All right, we can do that. Should we get everything going here? Uh, welcome to the show. Live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammer Down Racing Report Studio, which yeah. we actually have a studio now. It's pretty exciting. Uh, maybe we'll we'll get an actual shot of that a little bit later on. I was busy this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And we built things. So All by yourself. All by myself, yeah. I, I did ask my brother for some help when we were planning it. Yeah. Because I was trying to figure out the dimensions, and he's like, use graph paper. That was his contribution, and it, it worked out. And it so, worked. Yeah. It's the Hammerdown Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Tonight on the show, uh, we will be speaking with Mr. Chris Mize, race director of Sandusky Speedway, about the uh, 2022 race season that was originally scheduled to start this weekend, uh, but uh, had been... Got postponed. Canceled. Postponed. Can- let's, let's use the word postponed. Post-canceled. Can-can-canned-owned. Can po- postponed. Whatever. Anyways, Can- canceled uh, is just. Yeah. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk to Chris about that here in a second. Uh, but uh, now this, their season's slated to start on April 30th, uh, which hopefully Mother Nature has her crap together by them because yeah. nothing has been happening. Nothing. Yeah, Attica has already can't. They canceled a couple of days ago for this weekend. They were supposed to have the big two day show with the Eldora All-Stars, was so. supposed to do a test and tune. They test pulled tune, the plug. Yeah. Last I heard, though, the Tuesday race at Eldora is still on, and we'll talk right. more about that. Coming up a little bit later. Uh, once again, i got to ma- mention Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Racing every Saturday night, starting April 30th as well. Um, follow them on social uh, media at Oakshade Raceway on Twitter or OakshadeRaceway.com. The uh, 2022 race schedule out now. So check it out. And i uh, got to thank Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. I'll give them a call right now, 419-547-1444. You could order some pizza, have it there by the end of the show, and just in time for the start of the truck race today Absolutely. Martinsville. And, and I was going to tell you that uh, we got to keep this one kind okay. of... Okay. Well, well, we'll have to talk to Chris <laughs> about that. He's Oh, yeah, I forgot. He likes to talk sometimes. Not that it's a bad thing. Orderbigdspizza.com. Check out their uh, chicken chunks, perch or walleye dinner, in addition to uh, the best pizza around. They have and, all and kinds deep, of... Deep-fried steak bites? Is the, that the... the steak uh, steak nuggets, I, yeah. I, I believe, uh, yeah, with your choice of dipping sauce. Oh, that sounds so good. I guess John I, I, Young really p- liked their that. Their pizza is great. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to us doing an on-location there. I was and, just talking uh, about that, as a yeah, matter of fact. We, yeah, we, we definitely need to do that. It's got to be warmer, though, but yeah, we can... Yeah, we do warm. And the only reason we do it is just because they keep bringing us pizza out there. Right and steak bites or steak. Well, and the steak bite. Well, I like the pizza. I don't know the steak. I tried the steak bites. I oh, I, I like steak. I, I I would definitely go there. Yeah. Okay. We'll shoot for July when it's food. Warmer. Food. Yeah. yeah. We buy racers with food. Uh, actually, I was just watching uh, before we started. I was uh, catching up on Ozark. Um. Oh, I got us in the wrong. Here, let's switch this around so it looks like I'm actually looking at you now. Okay. okay so there, yeah. there we go. I was watching Ozark. Um show on netflix i don't know yeah. you're probably not familiar with it I, i'm not a big netflix okay. fan but that's okay they you uh, can explain it they were doing a drug deal and then the trucks pulled away and there's a, a dirt track behind them with late models it looks like they were hot lapping or Ooh. something i was like 
Sweet. They were doing a drug deal at a racetrack. And then I had to look up what racetrack it was. I guess they shoot it in uh, Georgia. Yeah. So it was like Dixie Speedway, I believe. I watched last night. Uh, my streaming service has uh, a dirt channel that has, during the summer, probably 25 different races uh, all going. But uh, they had a little short track in, in uh, North Carolina, uh, obviously somewhere near Charlotte. And uh, they were running the 600cc mini sprints. And uh, Chris Bell... And, uh, I mean, there had to have been a dozen NASCAR racers there, along with the other guys. Was and, this a live thing or something? Oh, yeah, it was live. Oh. No, it was live. Um, they, they were talking about, El, it had to be live because they were talking about the, uh, the test and tune at Eldora being canceled. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. Well, I don't have all those cool streaming things. Maybe Netflix needs to get like a yeah streaming That'd be cool. Thing. Then yeah. I'd be interested in Netflix. There you go. <laughs> uh, thanks to Oakshade Raceway, Big D's uh, Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. Let's uh, bring up our guest now who's been waiting patiently. We're going to switch things up here. And uh, there he is, Chris Mize from uh, Sandusky Speedway. How's it going? Good. How you all doing tonight? Pretty uh, good. We're doing good. Appreciate you. Appreciate appreciate you bringing me on but like every show that <clears throat> i'm involved with i want to thank our veterans thought you guys we we couldn't do shows like this and and <clears throat> the couple shows that me and doug doc do <clears throat> i want to thank all the military serving overseas and homeland first responders the police fire ems doctors and nurses and tow truck drivers i throw them in because <clears throat> how many times in the middle of winter five degrees you broke down and they got to come get you and they're crawling under your car and everything. So, you know, they're, they're pretty important people too. So I always try to recognize them. So yep. you're just trying to get okay. more tow truck drivers Scott. to come out there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. It'd be nice. Some <laughs> of them I don't want out there. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, I had one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, we had one. I'll never forget it. High Miler. It was 94, I think maybe 92. We're getting ready. They're going down the back stretch under white, the whole field coming into three and getting ready to come out of four. And the tow truck driver decided to tow Danny Fisher. You know, it was actually Kevin Jaycox owned the car oh, right no. across the front stretch when they're coming out of four for the green. I'll never forget that. It's them are kind of tow truck drivers I don't want, Scott. Yellow, yellow, <laughs> yellow. Yeah, yellow, yellow. Yeah, that was more of an old shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, uh, Dean, Dean, you were reading my mind on his his comment there. That was that's actually one of the one of the how many's. So there you go. Keep an eye on that. That's that's from the Chris Mize fan club, right? Yes, I'm I'm sure. Um, no, you were supposed to have you were originally going to be uh, kicking off this weekend with the uh, friend, Freddie Bender uh, Spring Cavalcade, which uh, had gotten canceled postponed if uh, we go with uh, what Ron said a, a couple weeks ago. Um, tell us, uh, I, I guess, I mean, where, where do things stand? Uh, how, how are, how are the grounds? I don't, there hasn't been much, much uh, time for it to dry out and, and the electrical issues, where do things stand with all that? Electrical issues are fine. You know, we, we got that all, you know, we 
but the grounds are terrible. You know, we made the right call. There, there's no way, you know, you've seen what it's done. I, we haven't, it, it's saturated right now, the ground and, and, you know, all the dirt tracks are a testament to it. All the, you know, Rick Young was very fortunate. He got to race this weekend. He's got, you know, some good drainage down there and stuff, but I mean, there's no way we could have done it. And, and it would have been a nightmare a catastrophe. And so, you know, I don't regret making that call, you know, and, and talking to Kevin and doing what we did. I, I I'm upset because I was looking forward to the, you know, the program we had coming in, but I, I don't regret making that call. And, you know, cancel's a big word. Um, yeah, we canceled the event. We did, you know, but yeah, we're, we're looking at, you know, me and Ron have talked. I'd love to have them UMP late model deal come back at our fall cavalcade. I don't want to do away with that. I think that's going to be a, a huge event. So, you know, if things work out and everything's good, you know, I'd like to see them run at our fall cavalcade along with the, the same program we had with the trucks and you guys, Scott, running that weekend. You know, I mean, I, I honestly believe – we tried to do this a few years ago. We ended up canceling it with the Dirty 30 and then, you know, come back together. This was going to be a good event, I feel, and, and unfortunately it just wouldn't worked out. And then, you know, you just throw this tire situation at every single racetrack, race car owner, race car drivers going through into the mix, and it's 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 a nightmare right now. It, it's just a nightmare. And, and it's not just asphalt. It's dirt track racing. If there's a lack of tires and there is tires that are there, uh, the manufacturers, and I don't give a shit who gets mad, the manufacturers are, are, they jack the price up so high out of sight. For whatever I get, there's inflation and cost, but, you know, we're looking at 150 for an asphalt eight inch, you know, the American Racing 970, that's what we're supposed to sell them for. I'm hearing the Hoosiers, same, you know, Comanches or 800s are going to be 160, 165, uh, you know. Chris, I just got I, a message from uh, Dipman Motorsports who, uh, uh, when the dirt cars are at Sandusky, he, he's there with tires and uh, he services yeah. Oakshade. Uh, right. Just sent this and uh, Hoosier announced price increases uh, just a couple days ago. Late model tires, 224 plus tax. Uh, the mod sportsman tires, 174 plus tax. The street stock tires, 140 plus tax. That That's that's pretty scary, my friend. I'm not liking that. Well, <laughs> if, if you want my true opinion, I, I'm sure. I'm you sure know, you'll give it. I'll a phone call from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's it's outrageous you know and i get it it depends on what we could talk to the manufacturers you know first well there's a shortage in help then there's a shortage in nylon then there's a you know this that i get that but to, to jack that price of that tire up you know the, the way it went up from one year to the next. I mean, I can see a few bucks going up, Ron, because inflation. Yep, absolutely. And I, even, and I don't even want to get into why of that, but, you know, inflation, the fuel costs and everything. But to jack it up the way they did and, and, and then basically tell you, 
you know, you can order 200 tires as a racetrack, you know, well, here's 125. Have at it. You know, and you're not guaranteed anything. Right. Well, you and know. that's the other side of it. Uh, quantities ordering is uh, they're, they're being really, really limited. Now, we, we did a little something different with that. I mean, Kevin, we still got a good relationship with American Racer. Uh, Kevin's been talking to Dustin. And, and you know, it, it's so I don't want to say too much because of that relationship. But the the, the problem is, is, is. I was scared of it. I know there's going to be a shortage. Um, I changed my tire wheel on the pure stacks. I'm waiting some things shake out on the modifieds. And I'll know more. I know a little bit more today, but not enough to make a decision. But you know, we went, uh-oh, we went. Uh, He's still there. Uh, we went and, and you know, we, we announced tire rule Tuesday night, American Racer 970. Newer used, uh, the Hoosier uh, Comanche or D800 uh, used, or the recaps for them. Uh, and, you know, the problem is, is it doesn't matter if you got tires or not. If you don't have, you know, race cars, you don't have fans. And so we had to adapt, adjust and adapt and, and do what's best for what we thought Sandusky Speedway, not tire manufacturers. Well, obviously, with all these uh, prices going up, then the racetracks are going to be paying higher purses, right, to uh, to compensate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem, Ron. Is I is, know it is, Chris. I knew. I know, and I, I was being a little facetious. I know, I know you're being. I know you are, but the problem is, we we would love, you know, as a racetrack. I'm not, you know. Let's face it, where it was two fifty. 285 last year, a gallon of gas to go to, uh, you know, to fill your tank up to go to a racetrack. It, it's going to be three, you know, I just paid 346 today, but normally it's floating around 380 to $4 a gallon. Yeah, you know? I, and, yep, and, I understand. Then if you got a diesel that, that's towing your race car, you're paying anywhere from 480 to, to $5 a gallon. Yeah, so, I, I was looking at diesel prices today. Uh, I had to run up to Monroe, Michigan, and uh, everywhere I looked, it was it was five bucks a gallon, four ninety nine, five oh five, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then going to racing fuel, I mean, I'm not even gonna, you know, I'm not even gonna get into the cost of that. You guys know it more than I do, you know. But you're looking anywhere ten, twelve, fourteen, up to twenty dollars a gallon, depending on what you're racing. <laughs> now, my problem is this: you're always gonna have inflation deflation everything on that side of it i mean kevin have talked does that worry me yes but what worries me more is the way this tire deal jumped in price added on top of that 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 scares the living hell out of me so you know we made this tire rule what we did with my uh pure stocks and and we're looking at the modifieds but let me tell you something um i'd love to sit here and say yeah, we're increasing our purses 50% for our drivers and car owners and this, that. But when you look at what we just talked about in fuel prices and, and let's yeah. face it, inflation, inflation's went up where you were paying $150 for a car to groceries last year. You're paying 200, 225 right now. And, and for the same amount, that scares me with, you know, with gas price and everything thrown in with your grandstand 
you know, with your crowd. Uh, Chris, the only thing we, I, huh? I, uh, we, a couple of weeks ago, and it didn't even, it, it didn't even include these new tire pricings, but uh, just for me to go, and, and quite honestly, you know, back in the day, I could run up front all day long. Uh, my budget just won't, it will allow it, but I'm not going to go there. But now I'm looking at $500 a night just to go racing. And and, uh, and the recovery isn't coming back in at 500 And, and listen, No, no, no. That's, guys, that's not freshening your motor or anything else. That's just no. go to the track, buy yeah. some pit passes, buy some fuel, use a tire, come home. And, and, and let's face it, you guys both race, so you're chasing sponsors for, for your race cars. Sponsorship tightened up this year. Oh, it has because of the inflation and and everything going on. You know, you hate to involve. I know Scott hates it. You hate to involve politics and racing and that. But you know, that's another show I do, and, and I'll keep it off here. But I'm telling you, it's it's highly affected. Government's affected what we're doing down here, and I, you know, we're we're kind of lucky. We went to a program. Me and Doug went to Kevin with it a few years back, and we cut a lot of our bigger races out. You know that we had big race every month. This that we cut a lot of that out and went to a regular program with Pure Stocks, Renegades, Beginner Stocks. We went to a five dollar ticket. Many nights we just say, you know what, we're doing a dollar ticket to get in dollar hot dog, and it, oh, to be dead honest, it saved us. And you, I think it's going to save us this year. What do you think it's going to do to your fan count this year? Uh, as far as, well, see, your fan count stayed pretty good last year, but I, the we, weren't, we, weren't, now, we weren't hit with the inflation that we're seeing now. That, now that scares me. Everything added in and the entire cost. But I think we'll be okay. But I can tell you this right now. If you're a racetrack promoter, track owner, or, or someone in my position, um, you, you you got some sleepless nights. Yeah. Now, is know, it, are, last few months. Are you worried about not just the fans, but also maybe some of the uh, some some race teams that maybe coming from further distances? You, you worry about it all. I mean, you got to worry. And, and what people don't realize you're going to get an ulcer. Well, what, it is what it is. You got to deal with it. You know, like like the guy last week from Waynesfield said. You know, it, we'll deal with it. You know. The problem is people don't realize, and Dean Henry's watching, you know, he'll tell you, the food costs from last year to this year has went up. Now you got fuel surplus charges for deliveries that have went way up, which I understand that. But, you know, how do you pass the cost on, you know, your profit margins that you made in your concession stands, which, you know, put you over top into the, you know, the black for a night and kept you good. That profit margin, you start up in your prices, they're going back and they're stopping, they're, they're cooking before they come to the track. They're not, you know how that goes. You're too high, they don't eat there. Sure. So you got to keep a happy medium. Your profit margin, you know, we're not raising prices as of right yet in our concessions, but our profit margin is going to get cut a minimum, 25% minimum, you know, because of costs. And, and you know, so it's a dog eat world dog-eat-dog world right now well, and racing. Let's let's talk about some happier things. Ron came in with all this bad news with other it's stuff and, and tires, all these expenses. No, it's, rea- it's reality, but, It is, it's I know. Reality. 
I, I and you know, let me be an ostrich and put my head, head in the ground and, and think happy thoughts. Scott, so. I, I have had perfect attendance on Saturday nights at Oak Shade Raceway. That, like for 30, a couple of years ago, you weren't going to do that anymore. And well, and then COVID did. hit, and you know, yeah, I said uh, I was retiring four years <laughs> in a row now. You know, I had planned on running some outlaw races, and they didn't materialize, and. You know, so we we were a victim there. But thirty seven years of, of every Saturday night at the same racetrack, <laughs> and I don't know that I can do that this year, or or maybe I can do it, but with the expense, maybe here, maybe I choose not to. Does that make sense? You know what my fear? Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. Here's here's my fear, and, and I know I'm a race director, but you know we switched the board members around. Kevin Jaycox moved up to president. Kevin's the owner, but I moved up to executive vice president. One of the fears that I brought up in the board is exactly that, Ron, is, is you might be able to afford to go race every Saturday night with what's going on in the world and inflation and everything. That little nest egg you got, you're more apt to say, I'm not taking as much out of that and saving because bad times might be coming. And anybody that's sitting there, and thinking, no, that ain't, you know, racers are racers. No, they're looking at that nest egg and they're looking at the times coming and they might miss a couple shows where they haven't just because they don't want to use the whole nest egg. And that's a big fear. That's one of the things that keeps me up in the middle of the night. I wake up thinking about, and it's reality. Well, and that's my my point. Exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I can't afford it. Does it mean that, Choosing to do it is the prudent thing to do. Right, because you don't know what your future is going to hold on your income side of building race cars. Or, you know, oh your boy. business. That's, that's the thing. And, and But other than that, Scott, things are great. <laughs> Ron's got a backlog of, of work uh, for him. So right now, things are okay, I think, at Ron yeah. Miller Race Cars. Right now. Yeah. Right so now. I got gotcha. you. I know. People, people don't think ahead. I'm looking forward no, to but- I'm looking forward to to the 30th of April. You know, we're we're going to open up kind of what them people call out there in the business sort of soft opening. We're going to we're going to open up their our North Coast Stock Series. I keep calling them Pure Stocks. They're they're everything but Pure Stocks, trust me. So, we renamed them North Coast Stock Series Renegades and Beginner Stocks and you know, five I think we upped it to $7 uh, to get in the front gate. Which is very reasonable. Uh, Yeah, you know, and we'll look at the dollar nights again. I mean, that's just, you know, we got like four of them scheduled right now. And and depending on what things go, we might throw a couple more in. We can can do that with what we do on them three division nights. And kids get to go out on the track. We make sure, you know, we have autograph sessions or kids rides during them nights and everything involvement. And, and, you know, normally they're out of track by a quarter to 10. Everybody's going home and they're happy. And then we follow up to next week with our modifieds coming in and, and, you know, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I know it all sounds doom and gloom, but you know, the reality of it is, is you got to look at that side of it too. And, and people need to know out there. I mean, fans, I'm not ripping on the fans in any means or any way, but they need to know this is this is why you might not see your favorite guy there once in a while this year because of the simple fact that that you know we're getting hit with tire costs, we're getting hit with these costs, that costs, and everything else. And sometimes 
it might not be feasible for that guy to show up. But we're planning on that. We got some good shows scheduled through the year. Um, uh, you know, we come back May 21st. We'll be, uh, you know, we brought in Ohio Wheelman Series and the CRS Truck Series that night. And I, I can't say enough about the Ohio Wheelman Series. I tell you what, you know, Will, Will Wiggins, you know, your first year you normally you crawl. Well, Will started crawling. He got up, started walking, and he started jogging by the end of the year. And this year he's in a full sprint. You know, I mean, second year, sophomore, great series. I'm telling you, you guys need to keep your eye on that. I have series, been. Man. I'm really impressed with them. They, they are yeah, doing, it, he's, it, Will is doing a super job. Yeah, and, and Billy, you know, the truck series, he's made some adjustments. Uh, you know, we're looking at, at, at a few more trucks, you know, hopefully on the 21st. And, you know, we we, we go into – we have the Toledo Sportsman. I don't have I don't have the dates offhand memorized, but we're bringing them in, I think, I believe three, four times this year. Right. Yeah, how'd that uh, come about? That's kind of a cool deal. You know, Kevin and uh, – Scatter, they talk quite a bit, you know, a couple times. Scott a week Schultz, and yes, okay. and, and you know, he cut back Toledo schedules, cut back a lot, and, and so we threw it out there. We we're going to run a late model show last year, and it fell apart, you know, that week of coming into that week of, unfortunately, that you know we're only going to have five six cars, and that's that's not, you know, we you know, we come to the conclusion and discussion that it wouldn't be feasible for either party, the series or us. And uh, so we decided that, you know, them, them are the template cars. They, they right. look cool template. And we decided to go this route and, and I think it'll be a good relationship in the years to come. You know, I, I honestly believe we'll get to 12, you know, I mean, 12's good car count nowadays. I can remember years ago, if you had 12 cars, you were calling a meeting, what the hell's wrong with you, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that'll work out. They put on a good show at Toledo, and I think they put on a great show at Sandusky. And, and, June 11th looks you know, like we got uh, one super, the, the first date for that. Yeah, one of them. Is it, I think there's three three races, maybe. I'm looking. I can't. June eleventh, August twenty seventh. August twenty seventh. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, and then I think I believe there's one more. I'm not sure. Maybe there's only two. We're back and forth for like two weeks on dates that conflicted, right. but it's a nice add on this year. Um, we're running uh, MSS Super Modifieds one time this year. That'll be. Uh, July 2nd, I believe that is. The Renegade Rumble will be the night before on Friday night. And High Miler Nationals, of course, you know, that's our marquee event, a huge event at Sandusky. And, and well, we'll we'll run the Wheelman Series four times, I believe, they're there. And, and you know, then we'll do the Cavalcade. And, and we're looking, the problem is, is, is this, is, you know, we got to watch the situation with that. We're, you know, there's a couple of series worth talking to that, that are going to be in the schedule if this, that, and the other. And, you know, the American Modified Series down south canceled their whole season because of the situation. And, and you know, so we don't want to jump the gun. The worst thing you can do is put, you know, and, and we've had this happen to us several times, and I've caught a lot of heat for it. And even after doing this for years, you put something on a schedule and then yank it off. It gets a lot of static for that. It's easier to add something in 
you know, as the season starts and it is to yank something off. And, you know, so we still got a few things that we're looking at that, that could happen, but unfortunately it all falls on, on, you know, with everything going on, availability of tires and, and no series wants to go to track with eight cars, 10 cars. And, and that's what I think's happening because we're, we're bitching about tire costs down what we're talking about. Super modified and uh, sprint car tires went off the chart on asphalt. They're, they're off chart 287. I think it is 285 for a right rear. So, you know, we'll see. There, one thing on the schedule that I noticed, which was the week after the uh, first late model sportsman event, I think it's, uh, yeah, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? <laughs> You're going to be wrestling a midget, right? What, is, what on, what on earth is that about? I'll tell you the true story. I've been scared of midgets since I've been a kid. <laughs> scared to death. I think Rico Abreu should come and race there. Well, listen, we... We ain't actually supposed to call them midgets. I don't, little people, then that, it, it all depends on what the woke nation decides we can call them this week, you know, or what they want to bitch. But I call them midgets. I've been scared to death. I got people at Mansfield tell you stories. We had a midget couple used to come to races every week. Every week they were there. And them guys used to call me in a safety crew and say, Chris, come on down here. I jump on, you know, they had the elevator come down, doors open up, and the midgets be standing right. There. I'd be trying to climb, <laughs> pushing them. Little John, Bill Bader, and Kevin Rurick had little John corner me at Norwalk one night. I'm, I don't know what it is. People got phobias. One of my biggest ones is midgets. So I decided that <laughs> probably it, it, in a form, probably in a former life, one of them beat the crap out of you, Chris. I, I don't know, you know. I, I mean, I, but. I decided one day, you know, late late summer, early fall last year, that it'd be pretty cool if I went on, you know, we had, we had a little racing going on, set up stage, and I wrestled a couple midgets. So it's more well, than one? I, it, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to wear shin guards and knee guards so they don't bite my knees, you know. Now, you is there, there going to be an actual ring set up uh, for this? Yep. Oh, boy. And this is during a regular racing event. Right after the race are over June 18th, we're setting the ring up. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to wrestle two, three midgets. You know, I'm facing my my fear of life. And watch, I'll get my ass kicked by a couple of midgets. I'll never live it down. I hope we rain out that night because this is something I want to see. Are all the fans (laughs) going to get to see Chris Mize in a singlet? Oh, yeah, that's something I don't want to see. No, but I I can tell you I'll make it. You know what I, I said? I says, you guys are going to, you know, I was telling Kevin and Emma, I says, you guys are going to have somebody have somebody up there during the races. And it's why. And I said, you think I'm going into that ring sober? You bumped your head, man. There ain't no way. I walk out there sober, I'll take off running like a little girl. You know, so it, it's something that we threw in. Um, there's, there's people that have known me all my life, know I'm scared. I, I guarantee you this will probably be, Almost big crowd is what we have for high matter, because there's a whole bunch of people want to see me get my ass whooped by a bunch of midgets. <laughs> I, uh, I can't say that that's something that's entered my mind, but yeah, now that I think about you it, know, it sounds kind of humorous. It started out as kind of a joke, and, and it kind of took off. So I says, you know, so who, who do you have coming in that uh, that you're going to be wrestling? Oh, uh, are these like real wrestlers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, Mark uh, Gang. 
he's into that wrestling stuff, so he's probably got right. some contacts. And Bill Rabbits that raced at Sandusky last year, he was into that. So they got a group coming in, and and I'm sure within the next couple of weeks you'll see one. First, we'll have him on a C and D show because it's not, you know, it's not a politically correct show. So there'll be a lot of jawing back and forth. But we'll have him on a Sandusky live, and yeah, it'll be interesting. Now you you're kind of known for for thinking outside the box, uh, you know, with the dirt late models on the asphalt. You know, coming up with with new ideas and, and trying to get people to you know to, to try and draw fans out. Is this possibly one of your more most out there ideas, or has there absolutely. been even more? Cra- okay, Abs- absolutely. <laughs> it's it's I got to be half wacko and not all upstairs to take one of the biggest fears I have and say, okay, let's put us on a stage in front of how many people, you know, and then I, the biggest fear I want to have, the biggest turtle I'll have is just getting in the ring and getting within 10 feet of them. My <laughs> wife laughs at me. We go to Croker's and Sandusky and there's some midgets that go in there once in a great while. I've walked a hundred yards way out and around and went out the door and sat in the car because there was a midget in there. It scared. So uh, it'll be interesting. Now, is Mark going to be like the ring announcer? Be right down oh, in there? I'm sure. I'm sure he's, yeah, I'm I'm sure he'll be hamming it up. Well, I hope, it, I, I hope somebody it, gets a video of it. Yeah. It, it, it's an idea outside the box, like you say. And, and you know, the unfortunate part is, is, you know, 30, Ron, you know this more than anyone. 30 years ago, 25 years ago, you, you, you go to racetrack for racing, dog and pony shows, uh, you know, you didn't need them. Nowadays, you're not, you know, if you don't think, if you own a racetrack, promote a racetrack or in a position like me, and you think it's just a racetrack and it's for racing only, racetracks now are entertainment facilities. It, it isn't like the old days where you open the doors up and you had 1,500 people come and, and 100 and some cars, you know. We talked about you it, got, Chris. The Coliseum with NASCAR is, is a perfect mm-hmm. example. A mid-race break with a concert. <laughs> right, and, and that's outside. And whether whether I agree with that or not, which, you know, I, whether I agree with it or not, I'm not a big NASCAR fan. I, I, I've dealt with them in years past. I, I, I'm probably one of the biggest critics. I knew what they were doing, and I applaud them for going outside the box on a halftime break, doing what they did. You know, they're drawing a they're drawing a different crowd. If we don't draw different, we're in entertainment. I, unfortunately, it's Sandusky. You got Lake Area Island, Cedar Point, Kalahari, Great Wolf. You know, the list goes on, and we got to contend you know, for entertainment value, if you don't think outside the box, you're not going to survive. You got to have some gimmicks in there once in a while. Like, you know, like uh, on our, on our regular shows, we do a hot dog race quite a bit. We do, uh, you know, bump and runs. We do different stuff. We What's a hot dog race? Rides. <laughs> you take two guys. I, I don't like the way in. this is starting out. They're strapped in and they start out at a dead stop, start finish line. They go one lap, come around, start finish line, get out of their cars, got to go over, eat a whole hot dog and drink a cup of Pepsi or whatever, drink a cup of Pepsi down, get back in the car, strap in, and do another lap. It's cool as hell, dude. We, I've seen it. I've seen guys throw up in their helmets on the back stretch. <laughs> you know, never make it to their car. And, and you know, and, and the 
great part of it is, and, and God bless the fans at Sandusky Speedway. I, you know, everybody says they got the greatest fans, and, and they do. Anybody that goes short track race, in my mind, and, and supports a local short track, I don't care where it is, is one of the greatest fans because they're supporting their local short tracks. But I've had people run up to the fence right before we got going. 20 bucks to the winner, 50 bucks to the winner. We ran a hot dog race for three, almost $300 one night. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it's it's something different. It's funny as hell when they get sick. You just <laughs> laugh, you know. But, you know, but then we do the bump and run where there'll be 12, you know, eight cars. Park them in the infield. They go out and run one lap. Whoever wins goes back and comes in the infield. And he, he has to literally bump the next car that he wants to race. And then they go out. And they come around, get the green, and until you know each one, they're down to the winner. And it's interesting. You can't do it every week, you know, because it gets old, just like anything else. But you know, we try to do a couple of them here, a couple of hot dog races, you know, on our regular nights. And and but you got to think outside the box like this, you know. You you got to throw something in for the kids, the entertain. And let me tell you what: any track in today's world that isn't catering somehow to get them kids to want to come back to your racetrack. Yep. The biggest thing for a, a, a kid sitting in the grandstands is walking down on the track right up to a car and meeting that driver on an autograph session. You know, the, the senses, he's next to the car. The drivers put him in the car. This, You know, you, you got to do that in today's world. 30 Ron, years ago, we didn't have to do that. Ron, Ron's a big advocate of getting uh, kids in, in the cockpits. Yep. Yeah, I, it, and Ron, it's it's if we don't get that generation, we're going to lose it, and that's just my opinion. I mean, you know, the days that I see on asphalt, you know, everybody says to me, starting three, you guys have seen it three years ago, man, you're really pushing the front wheel drives. So why are you putting them on a listen? Every track has to adapt to their changes. We used to be an open wheel track. We're not anymore. We're not an open wheel track. We're, you know, we're we're a stock car track now. We got some open wheel events. Our bread and butter is in front wheel drives. Let me tell you what, they come in four or five people in the pits. Grandma, grandpa, uncles, aunts, brothers, everybody, they'll sit in the grandstands and watch this beer stock division, renegade division. It don't matter if it's 35 degrees or 90 degrees. It don't matter. They're there. You know, and, and they like the tuners and everything. That's that generation. That's what we're hitting. Now they're going up. Some of them are going up into the pure stacks, and we're, we're achieving what we want. You know, we put them up on an upper slant. They get recognition. They're no longer to fill in divisions. They move up. I don't call move up, move over. You know, it's working. But you, you got to adapt to what you got, and, and that's that's been our bread and butter. Well, the front-wheel drive class, Chris, has really improved their product, too. Uh, I, I watched uh, some of the uh, Bristol Dirt races, and I'll tell you what, the late model show sucked. The modifieds weren't much better, but the front-wheel drive class was amazing to watch. I, I proved it to Kevin three years ago. Um, Kevin got mad at me one night. I says, he goes, why are you always running them last? I said, I'll tell you what, I'll run Modifieds last tonight, but you have to come stand, you know, where you come out of the stands and go into the tunnel to leave. You have to come stand by the tunnel door the minute the Renegades are done. He goes, okay. I said, see what's happening? 
we lost, I, I bet you 40% of a crowd got up. I watch phones when people are out there racing. And, and I'm telling you, phones go up when the renegades go up. But the reason why is, Ronnie, you hit it, you hit it on the head. It's no longer a knock the windows out and go out and beat the crap out of each other. Oh, absolutely. These are bona fide race cars, National Compact Series, Drew Jack. He's done a hell of a job over there. And, and these guys aren't far off at what we run. Three wide racing, not tearing each other up. Three yep. wide racing. Yeah, coming across the line, it's just excitement the whole race. And, and you know, the, the, the best thing about being a good promoter, which I don't call myself that, um, is, is knowing when you fail. Trying things that failed. You're, you're not a good promoter unless you failed at quite a bit of shit. Trust yep. me. And knowing where your strengths are going to be. And it doesn't always have to be super modified anymore. It doesn't always have to be sprint cars. It doesn't always have to be, you know, late models. You, you got to know where your strengths are and bring a circus in once, twice a year. And, and, and hit the home run when you bring them in. People want something they can't see or have. And I know that. And if you only run supers a couple times a year or this a couple times a year, you're going to get a better product and you're going to get better results. And that's that's the direction that we went to Celeste Speedway. And fortunately, knock on wood, uh, you know, we're, we're not getting very rich off it, but we're keeping our heads above water the last couple of years. So using and that, that so long. using that theory, watching Chris Myers get his ass beat by a couple of midgets ought to be a showstopper. <laughs> well, it should be, you know. And 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 like I said, I kind of got a side bet steak dinner with Kevin that we'll be right up there at the high mile of crowd because there's people for years that, that know that I'm doing this and are going to come. Could know? this become an annual event if it's successful? Listen, if I win, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, if I win, it's over. So, you know, if I get my ass whooped, yeah, you're damn right. I, I want a rematch. You know. So we talked. tell you what, if there's 1,800 people sitting in the grandstands, you know, and, and even if I win or not, hell yeah, we'll, we'll do an annual event. <laughs> so we talked, uh, got most of the way through the season there. Any other uh, touring seasons or touring series or, or special events? You know, right now we have that new series that started up, Larry Gibson and uh, Jimmy Shiree. Uh, for the life of me, I can't think of the name of it. it it's a, like a crate, super modified sprint mixed deal. They got a rule package for motors, and, and you know, they got they got a couple races of different tracks, and, and they got a – I think they got two nights with us. I believe Friday night at High Miler they're in. Um, I know they are on Friday night or maybe even Saturday. I can't remember which one. But that's something that actually I think is a great idea because, you know, you, you go back, and I'm not picking on Ron, but you go back to, you know, a lot of super modified fans are are, are up in years, you know, my age or older. And, and a lot of them guys that are in their 60s and 70s, you know, all you heard from them for years is you need to go back to days when sprints and supers ran together. Well, this group took that a motor combination. I haven't researched it much or, you know, but they put a motor combination together to be fair. And I, I think personally, I think it's, we got them coming in, I believe twice. And other than that, no, I mean, um, we're trying to avoid, thank God we tried to avoid bigger shows all the time and just a few bigger shows and doing what's, what's good. 
you know, and has done us good for the last couple of years. And we were one of the few tracks that could run under this program with no fans. We still ran a couple of races with no fans and survived. And, and so until things settle down, Scott, with this, with the world and economy and, and everything going on affecting racing, uh, we're going to stick to this program. Uh, once things get a little better, maybe in a couple of years, like, you know, 2024 after the elections. Then there we'll, we go. You know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll look at a different, you know, different avenue maybe. But we're going to do with what has fit us and done us right. And, and, you know, hopefully, you know, we survive the year. I hope all the short tracks survive, you know. I mean, we're in for a long haul. Well, you got the uh, season championship night coming up on September 10th. And then the uh, Bev Jaycox Memorial Cavalcade, uh, the uh, was that the first weekend in October, and uh, yeah. what is it October first and second? Yes, or, um, that's where I want to. I don't even know if we got a, a what's running that weekend yet. We to be announced probably, but I can tell you what's on your website. What is you got Ohio Wheelman Series, National Touring Compact Series, Outlaw Super Series. Modifieds, Pure Stocks, Renegades 7, Beginners, Renegade 7? Beginner Stocks. I, I think he... Beginner is that supposed to be a comma? Yeah, that's supposed to be oh, a comma. Oh. And he hit Renegades yeah. and Beginner Stocks, yes. Well, I, I want to fit somewhere in there. I want to fit this UMP late model deal. I think that'd be and, a good idea. Yeah. You know, and whether it, 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 you know, you do, you start... Listen, there becomes a time when you do a cavalcade, and you know I remember years ago, it seemed like cavalcade. We did three day shows at Sandusky. I don't know if yeah. you remember. I do. You know, we we raced, started Friday nights, raced yeah. a couple of them. Yeah, three. You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and and there's gonna come a time you can't seven, eight, nine, ten divisions is getting too much in a cavalcade. It saturates it. It lasts forever. That's why. You know, we, we try to keep around seven divisions and, and push and, and get thinking, well, we ran two full races on a Saturday night this year, you know, so and got it through. But the, the only changes on that Cavalcade weekend would be fitting you guys in it that I really want to I really want to take this dirt deal and get it back in. You guys in the trucks and, and Ron uh, Scott, the division you guys are in, it was it was a hell of a show. This past cavalcade, I, I really enjoyed, you know, bringing them guys in. But uh, I really want to fit that in somehow, and, and some, some way, somehow, I'll reach in the hat and pull a rabbit out again somehow. I don't know how, but well, maybe after yeah. uh, after the midget knocks some sense into you, uh, middle of uh, yeah. June, you'll announce that hey, we're adding adding these uh, dirt divisions to the fall cavalcade. Yeah, you know, I, I got to tell you too, uh, I've been. And this ain't bragging or nothing. I've been around a long time, a long time, probably too long. I've been wanting to get out of it for a while. But anyways, <clears throat> one of my, you know, I've dealt with the NASCAR, dealt with this, dealt with the Hoodoo Pro Cup series, uh, all them series. One of my proudest moments in racing, you guys are actually a part of, personal pr- proudest moment for me personally. And that was what we did this past fall. You know, everybody told me you won't get out of here till one, two o'clock in the morning. When we changed that, went to that, and what was it, twenty to ten? Yeah, twenty yeah, to it wasn't ten. Wasn't too bad. You ran we two ran, complete shows in 
in one day. In one day, and we'll sign it here by 20 to 10. And to me, if you could have been in a tower, I was jumping up and down, high-fiving myself, <laughs> you know, because I was watching them. The checkered flag flew in the last race, and I was, you know, jumping up and down and yelling at Doug, see, see, you know. And it all happened. Jeff Baker, I want to thank you. I'll say it. You know, because when I said I want to be out of here, remember Ron and drivers me, I want to be out of here by 1130. He started laughing and said, you wish we'll be lucky. And it became a personal challenge. And, you know, we <laughs> took a 45 minute break and did trick or treat that night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What so, about yeah, uh, what about what about the car, uh, the go kart track uh, this year? Is that going to be running? Is that ready to go? That'll be running uh, the track. Actually, I've seen it, seen it the other day, the track really with all the rain and everything, the track looked pretty good. Um, I just go prep the track and I leave. Uh, if you guys are interested in go-karts, Sandusky Karting uh, has a Facebook page, Sandusky Karting Series, I believe it's under. Um, you can get the schedule off our uh, website, sanduskyspeedway.com. It's Sandusky Karting. And, you know, they, they start, I believe, uh, I believe at the end of the month too. They, we started running go-karts and, you know, Kevy Jaycox took that over. We had a guy come in and was going to lease it out and it fell apart during the pandemic actually. And Kevy, I made the fatal mistake of looking at Kevin and saying, listen, let Kevy run it and I'll help him. I'll prep the track. Well, Kevy's done a hell of a job with that, with that karting series. And, and, you know, we involved, it, it, I'm glad you brought that up because we involved Ty Milo. We involved them in, you know, if you were there, I believe Thursday night, I think it was a high miler. We let the kids bring their carts out and do a lap around the track, acknowledge them. And I tell you what, you know, you take some of these 10 year olds, 12 year olds, even adults that have raced carts, and all of a sudden they're going out to take a lap and being recognized. And there's 1,500 people sitting there in the grandstands. It's kind of overwhelming for them. And it, you know, we involved them in our banquet, championship banquet this year, you know, kind of higher up than what they were used to. So we're doing a lot of different things with that program. It's been knock on wood. It was hugely successful over past years. Last year, it was, it was a great success. And and I attribute that to Cavi, you know, he, he's got that younger generation, get, you know, mentality with the smile and, you know, all that happy stuff, not some guy like me grumpy. Be, you know <laughs> well uh we we got to get to get going here because before we get going chris um how's it going with youtube what what i don't know what that what's the story with that let me tell you something <laughs> <laughs> I, i'll be nice and short uh watch what you talk about if you're on youtube because if it's the wrong thing, uh, I didn't talk about any. I'm By the sure way, we're on YouTube right now, so just just FYI, we're on YouTube right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm being nice. Okay. I, I didn't talk about anything medical, and we got suspended a week with our show because I, they think, and this is what they said, we think you may have given medical information, so we suspended you for a week. How do you think I did? Tell me if I did or, you know, whatever. YouTube, I'd be nice because it's got show. But tune in Sunday night, 7 o'clock, to the C&D No Bull Show, and I'll let you guys know everything that happened about it. <laughs> and you also do uh, the uh, 
the Sandusky Speedway show as well. What is is that going to start going weekly or is that still? That'll start going back weekly. Uh, we're not going to be Tuesday. We've missed a couple nights. My work schedule's been crazy. Um, you know, lack of help. We can't find help. Um, so we're going to start going back in two weeks, going back weekly. We'll be giving, starting our giveaways up. You know, I, I highly suggest everybody out there. I think we're streaming over on the Sandusky site tonight, but, uh, We'll be on Tuesday nights at 7.30. Uh, the Ohio Wheelman Series will be going back, I believe, weekly. I think they'll get off there bi-weekly on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. You got you guys at 7 o'clock Thursday night, and then right after you guys, uh, Shady Bull Speedway, Rick Young down there, at 8 o'clock they do their lives, and they'll be weekly. So you can get plenty of streaming in if you <laughs> – don't need cable. So, you know, when I ask everybody, the last thing I'll say, I know you got to go on, is the last thing I'll say to everybody out there because it's a different crowd with you guys. Um, NASCAR is NASCAR. Uh, they're always going to be okay because corporate and the money they got. You people need to support your local short tracks. Dirt, asphalt, it doesn't matter. Go support your local short tracks. If you want to see true talent, I said it Tuesday night, if you want to see true talent, Go watch a local short track race. It's not about who has the biggest sponsors, the money. That's what NASCAR has become. Support your local short tracks because the worst thing that can happen is one shut down. And, and that'll happen if you guys don't start supporting it and, and, and you know, going and watching. Can't and especially make during these times. Yeah, these times are the worst. They need your support. You know, when they're gone, you're out bitching. Well, I wonder what happened. That track ain't there no more because you didn't go. You know, you didn't go support your local search. You want to come on Facebook and everything and say, you know, say all you want. Go support them. Please support your small businesses in this country. You know, Dean Henry, uh, he supports your show, every show there is in racing. And, and guys like him, they, they don't have corporate funding. You know, their costs go up. You need to support the mom and pop shows. Keep this country going. That's the last thing I'll leave you with. And if if you don't, then you're going to beat them with that baseball bat that's over your left shoulder. It's over my left shoulder. Yeah, there you go. Send a Thanks, couple of your guys. midget buddies. <laughs> Send a couple midgets dressed up like mafia guys. There you go. All right. I appreciate you guys. I really do. Thanks for everything you do for racing. All right. Thank you. And we'll appreciate see you uh, April 30th us. for the Sandusky Speedway uh, opener. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we'll see you. Have a good night. Go, Chris Mize from uh, Sandusky Speedway there. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think we're going to get out of here uh, in time for the beginning of the truck race, but we'll we'll get through it quick here. We'll see most of it. Yeah, you'll probably see most of it, yeah. We'll, we'll be done. Uh, your racing roundup for uh, last weekend, of course, Attica Raceway Park. We, we haven't said this the past three, three weeks, weeks. Yeah. Rained out. Uh, and we'll be saying it again next week. Uh, Bristol Dirt Nationals, uh, Friday night, Chris Madden. Won the uh, $50,000 super late model feature. Saturday night, it was Dale McDowell getting the $50,000. And Madden uh, ended up finishing second on Saturday, which was enough to earn him the $100,000 super late model uh, bonus, Ooh, point, point yeah. bonus there. That's uh, that's a lot of money. It is. And uh, and you see the thing with uh, Kenny Wallace complaining. Especially that considering is, the fans in the stands. Where? What fans? Absolutely. Was it because it was streaming? Was it be? I, I won't. I don't know how much ticket prices were, but I, from what uh, what I heard is that the ticket prices were the reason there weren't 
uh, many fans there. I think the ticket prices were pretty high, but but it's you know, a, it's but it's Bristol. What was that? Two hundred thousand dollars there right, in two days. Right. You know, maybe we can ask ask our listeners what they think about streaming. Um, if if there's if a track is streaming, are are they taking people out of the grandstands? There you go. Leave a comment or. Feel free to call the Hammerdown Hotline, 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. And if they forget, that's on our uh, Facebook page, too. So Yeah, yeah. and uh, feel free to uh, call that anytime, day or night. And it'll be interesting to, yeah. to hear. Yeah, let us know. Do you think streaming takes fans out of the grandstands? Or does it help build the grandstands because more people are interested and want to see what it's about? And see, and I've been thinking the latter for the most part. I don't know. And I don't know Scott. how much the streaming pack. I, I think the streaming thing was pretty expensive too. And I was watching a YouTube replay the, on Sunday, I think it was maybe, no, I was, no, it was last night. As a matter of fact. Wow. Uh, and I was, it, it was kind of painful to watch the broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not trying to rip on anybody. It was just, well, like, they don't have the quality of announcers that we well, have. But here I don't locally. know if it, the chemistry wasn't, they didn't match. There were like three totally different styles that were, it was just very distracting. Anyway, uh, the, uh, world of outlaw case late model series, uh, were rained out at, uh, farmer city this past weekend. So I was out in Illinois. I was in Chicago really the, earlier this week. Hockey like, game. No work. Oh, work okay. Trip. It was fun. I didn't go to any races though. Unfortunately, oh. Um, next up for the world of outlaws will be atomic speedway on, uh, the, uh, 22nd and the 23rd of this month, the, uh, world of outlaw NASA energy drink sprint car series was rained out Friday night at Lawton speedway in Oklahoma. Devil's bowl speedway was in action though on Saturday with Brent Marks picking up the victory there. Uh, next up for the world of outlaw sprint cars is tomorrow night at us 36 raceway in Missouri. And then the uh, Jason Johnson Classic Saturday at Lake Ozark Speedway, which is what I thought was on Ozark, the show, but it wasn't Lake Ozark Speedway. I see. Because they don't film it in. Anyways, uh, moving on. NASCAR action, Denny Hamlin picked up. It seemed like the old guys were uh, doing pretty good at Richmond this weekend. Yeah, they (laughs) were. I remember a motorsports talk we had Denny Hamlin on when he was young. That made me feel really old. Yeah, well, we had Matt Crafton on, too, and he's the senior citizen yeah. in the truck series. Yeah, so anyways, Denny Hamlin picked up the one on Sunday's uh, Toyota Owners 400 at Richmond. Next up for the Cup Series is the Blue Emo Maximum Pain Relief 400 at Martinsville, Saturday at 730. It's a night I race. use that stuff. That's what you said yeah. last week. Uh, yeah. FS1 uh, is where you can catch that. Xfinity Series in action uh, this past weekend, also at Richmond for the to- Toyota Care 250, Ty Gibbs picked up the win on that. I think that was a, a last lap pass, a little bump and run yeah. from what I, I read. Ty Gibbs, he's going to be in a cup car pretty soon, I think. Yeah. He's running out of things to prove himself in. See if Grandpa can should, afford a lot of body he's, work. Wow. He's got a team, though. Um, the call 811 before you dig 250 takes place uh, tomorrow night at Martinsville Speedway for the Xfinity Series. And that'll be at 7.30 on FS1. And, of course, the truck's starting here in a little bit um, this weekend. On, on FS1. Yeah, and I uh, got some news about one of the drivers there coming up here shortly. Um, finally, uh, worth noting, Rusty Schlenk took uh, his CJ 
Rayburn throwback late model to Tyler County Speedway and picked up the feature win this past weekend. And Did you see any of the videos of that? I saw pictures of the open trailer and kind of doing an old school thing. He got squeezed up into the wall very early on in the race. I thought he was done. Uh, reeled it back in uh, from, I don't know, probably fourth or fifth spot and uh, won it quite nicely. It, it was a fun race to watch. Uh, if you saw any of the victory lane photos, the car looked a little beat up. I did see that's, that. That's, I was wondering be, what that's happened. That's because he bounced her off the fence. Yeah, well, that's the fastest way to go. Yeah. The, use the not, fence. Not, not, not the way he did it. Uh, coming up in a couple minutes, we'll uh, have our How Many, your chance to win a Big D's pizza. want to mention Freeze Frame Photos. Contact them for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. They have all your favorite drivers. They also do special photo shoots by appointment. Give Charlie a call, 419-476-9978. And uh, he also has all kinds of uh, old uh, classic photos oh, from, from like Toledo Speedway, all kinds of tracks all over the, the area. And uh, they also have uh, custom items. You can order like the calendars and can koozies, yeah. but you can choose any picture and they'll put it on there. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, check out uh, Dominator Race Products.com for hood scoops, nose, tail, and other body panels, wheel covers, uh, and all kinds of parts for dirt, late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and more. Dominator Race or call 419 923 6970. Also available from reputable dealers across the USA, like Ron Miller Race Cars in Lamberville, yeah, Michigan. They uh, we, we do a lot of business with those folks. 734-856-7223. That's 734-856-RACE. Race. race. Almost, I almost put the race too early there. Um, race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. New bodies. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. When it's available. Yeah, okay. That, that's been an issue, Scott. I'm I'm worried. Oh, your drive shaft is ready, and I. I, Speaking of unobtainium stuff, your drive shaft is ready, and and I found out why you've been breaking so many transmissions. It was the old thing. Yeah. Okay. Radio for two there. Um, I had another question for you, but now, (laughs) oh, my headers come in. No, those are back ordered still. Still. Oh, great. Attica Raceway Park and the All-Star Circuit of Champion officials, we mentioned this earlier, they postponed the core and main spring nationals featuring the uh, Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions scheduled for Friday and Saturday. Uh, it will now be run Friday and Saturday, April 15th and 16th. Just pushed back a week. Uh, on Friday, the UMP Late Models will join the card, and then Saturday, the uh, 305 Sprints will be the support class. The Hoserville Ohio Benefit Auction, originally scheduled for this Saturday, uh, has been also moved to next weekend. It'll be at 2 o'clock on Saturday uh, in the east side building. So get out there, support Dan- Dwayne Hancock and everything he does. We're all the He's involved in everything. He is. <laughs> uh, the 53rd Annual Hillbilly 100, uh, originally scheduled for September of last year, was rescheduled to, uh, supposed to be tomorrow night, April 8th, and it has uh, once again been rained out. The heavy rain that has fallen at Tyler County Speedway and additional rain that is forecasted for the remainder of the week has forced officials to cancel the event. The event will not be made up. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series will return to Tyler County Speedway on Sunday, September 4th for the 54th running of the of uh, America's oldest running dirt late model event. So they'll get there later. This Seems week. like we're in that one of those weather, nature, weather yeah. patterns that Ryan Weekman warned us and, about. Yeah, and I haven't been able to get a hold of Ryan Weekman, so I think he's like trying to duck us. I watch him in the morning, I so saw he's him still this morning around. Too. Yeah, 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 I know. 
Um, 15 nominees have been announced for the NASCAR Hall of Fame class of uh, 2023 ballot. This marks the first voting ballot since uh, the COVID-19 pandemic began. Voting is split into three categories. Ten nominees appear on the modern era modern era ballot. Five on the pioneer ballot. Those are uh, careers that began more than 60 years ago. As uh, voting concludes, uh, two modern era candidates and one pioneer candidate will be elected as the class of 2023. I missed the cut again. Modern era ballots uh, include uh, Neil Bonnet, uh, Tim Brewer, two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion crew chief, uh, Jeff Burton. He's got 21 uh, Cup Series wins. I didn't know that. Uh, Carl Edwards, Harry Grant, the Skull Bandit. Harry. Yeah. Harry Hyde, the 1970 NASCAR Cup Series uh, championship crew chief, Matt Kenseth. Uh, Larry Phillips, the uh, first five-time NASCAR Weekly Series national champion. Ricky Rudd and uh, Kirk Schilmerdine, four-time NASCAR Cup Series champion crew chief. Uh, that's all the Some names pretty impressive names there. On the modern era ballots, in the pioneer ballots, uh, Ron Miller. No, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Sam Ard, uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series pioneer and two-time champion. A.J. Foyt. How can A.J. Foyt not uh, win that? Uh, he won seven NASCAR Cup Series races, including the 72 Daytona 500. Banjo Matthews. With a name like Banjo, he needs to be in there, too. Oh, he does. Yeah. Great chassis builder. Built cars that won more than 250 NASCAR Cup Series races and uh, three championships. Also, uh, Herschel McGriff, the 1986 NASCAR West Series champion. And Ralph Moody, two-time NASCAR Cup Series owner champion as a mechanical genius of uh, Holman Moody. Yep. I don't know what that is. Uh, Ford, uh, Ford-based... Uh, comp, our team uh, back in the 60s and 70s. That was before my time. And uh, there's also a landmark award, and the nominees for that are Janet Guthrie, Alvin Hawkins, Mike Helton, uh, Lisa France Kennedy, and Dr. Joseph Matoli. Matoli? I don't know. He's the founder of Pocono Raceway. Okay. Oh, uh, Matoli. That's what he said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep, Joe Matoli. Yep. Uh, a couple more news stories here, then we're going to give away a Big D's pizza. Uh, Kyle Busch was penalized late in the race on uh, Sunday. He was running six uh, for a til- uh, tape on his uh, grill violation. And I guess that piece of tape had been there for most of the race. NASCAR's uh, new rule does not allow teams to place any tape on the grill. Teams are allowed to put it over the brake ducts, however, but not on the grill. Uh, the tape was applied on lap 128 and the tower was notified on lap 234. Uh, Once uh, notified, NASCAR did its due diligence to determine if it was applied or if it had just been picked up off the track. Uh, They finally figured it out on lap 351, (laughs) and that's when they applied the penalties. Ah, sorry, you're running six. Sorry, you're going to have to come in for a penalty. Uh, I think he ended up finishing ninth anyway, so the little piece of I don't know. It is what it is. It's the rule. They put tape on it. I think for the story was they meant to put it on the brake uh, duct. I'll reserve comment. Okay. <laughs> Haley Deegan, did you hear about this? But, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows where I stand on NASCAR in yeah, general. Yeah. Did you hear about Haley Deegan, though? No. She uh, has been uh, the victim of a stalker kind of deal. Really? Yeah. She was supposed to race uh, last weekend. Uh, have you heard of the Freedom Factory? Yeah. 
DeSoto Raceway, I think it is down. I think it's near Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a Freedom 500 Crown Vic race that they've been doing the right. past uh, few years. Uh, I think they get like a bunch of YouTube people and you know social media people and, okay. and some real racers apparently, like Haley Deegan. She was supposed to be there. She's raced down there uh, for some other events, but she ended up skipping it after receiving death threats for her boyfriend Chase Cabre. Uh, apparently a crazed fan was catfished. You know what catfished is? It's where somebody pretends they're somebody they're not. Basically, somebody was oh, okay. pretending to be Haley Deegan. Oh, okay, yeah. And this right. dude thought he was in a relationship with Haley Deegan just via some social media or, or something. Uh, anyways, uh, and apparently this person had been, the fake Haley Deegan had been saying that uh, Chase had been holding her hostage and beating her. So this guy, you know, was he typed up a, a, an eight-page uh, letter and he sent it to David Gillen Racing, um, you know, say I guess making uh, some threats there. You know, really? Because he said that he'd been That's in a relationship stuff, for Scott. for multiple months with with Haley. I guess Haley tried to reach out to him and said, "No, that wasn't me. That's a fake Haley. Stop it." Um, uh, the real Haley, Haley Deegan. Uh, you know, stated obviously none of that's true. They didn't, she's not being beat, she's not being held hostage. Uh, local authorities had been uh, watching over the couple who eventually contacted the FBI. Deegan does plan to race tonight in the truck race at Martinsville, and NASCAR is going to be providing some extra security there. All right. Pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was, uh, yeah. Sounds like something straight out of Walmart. Yeah. It's like, uh, Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah. Or a movie. Uh, you want to win a uh, Big D's pizza? I, I think did a couple weeks ago. Thank you? you. Thank you, John Young. Uh, oh, Sandusky Speedway says Ricky Rudd should be. Oh, everybody's putting in their, their votes for the... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the comments up there. Yeah. I, I don't think you guys get the vote for the, uh, the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame. I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, this week's, uh, well, actually, last week's how many was uh, the number on the winning car at Richmond on Sunday afternoon. That number was 11. Nobody picked 11. No. No. He hasn't won this year, so. Well, the uh, closest was uh, me between you and I. I was the closest because I picked five, and five is closer to 11 than 24, which you picked. Well, fine. So uh, there's that. So you got to pick first. I do. And our listener winner was Dylan Iflin. He picked nine. He was going right. for uh, for Chase. Yeah. So he was closest, only two off. Not too bad. So he's got himself a Big D's pizza. you got 30 days to claim your pizza. Uh, get a hold of Dean or Big D's and uh, let them know before you come out there. Make sure. Sounds like going. there were a lot of votes for Hendrick Motorsport cars. There was, strangely. And I wonder why. Uh, this week's How Many was going to be a toss-up here, and I'm going to let you choose which one we go with. Um we can either do how many late models will be at Eldora on Tuesday evening, and I saw quite a huge list of entries for that. Right. Or we could do how many smokes did Chris light up during our interview earlier tonight? Oh, I don't know if anybody kept track of that. Well, I didn't, but we can go back and look, and that's going to mean that everybody else can do that too. Hmm. So I'm going to leave that up to you. Yeah, I, I think. going to we'll, do with the late models. How about we do the. The late models, and then we do a bonus for the uh, how many? All right, how many Chris lit up? We don't, I don't have a price for that. We'll just we'll give you a 
a big shout out. How's that? And for the folks that were thinking <laughs> about uh, doing zero for Tuesday, uh, right now Tuesday's weather forecast like is looking 66 degrees for the high. Is that here or is that down in, in there. Rossburg? Okay. And uh, mostly uh, partly, sunny, partly sunny. Now maybe some rain moving in Wednesday, Thursday, but uh, Tuesday's looking good. Yeah, so there you go. So so if so you folks that were thinking about doing zero, ah, get real. So how many late models will be at Eldora on Tuesday evening for the Flow Racing Night in America deal? Um, whoever guesses closest will get a Big D's pizza, courtesy of Dean Henry, who's the first is, first to uh, vote so far. He He's guessing 48. Uh, put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or our YouTube Live. And uh, that's it. You're in it. Sandusky Speedway's entered. So maybe Sandusky Speedway. We'll have to Ooh, give everybody yeah. a pizza there. Well, Dean supports them anyway, so that works out. Uh, and then uh, just for an honorable mention thing, yeah, you can put in, um, put smokes first so we know, because I don't want to be looking at the numbers and go, 53, he lit up 53 cigarettes. <laughs> put smokes and then a number if you want to guess uh, how many uh, Chris lit up during our interview period tonight. That means I'm going to have to go back through and count that too. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be I'm tough. Not sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just put right, smoke Scott. there, just like Dean did there. Smokes and then a number. Uh, well, I got to guess, don't I? Right, Scott, it's up to I, you. I know, I've been stalling. I'm going to, I think 48 is probably a good number, but I'm going to go 46. I'm going to be conservative. Ooh. 46. Ooh. You for little, the, for you, the late you models. little rascal, because 47 is the number. Is it? Yep, right. 47 is going to have, and I was, I, I didn't want to go against Dean, but... Uh, you know, 48's a good number, but 47 is the number. All right. How many smokes uh, did uh, did Chris uh, light up? I, oh, I have to good. go first on I, that, don't I, I? I don't know. My brother says 11. I don't think it was that much. Although Dean says 12. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with six. Eight. Six for me, eight for you. All right. There you go. Ten. Nancy says ten. Does the one he had when you brought him on count? No, I'm going with how many he actually lit while we were talking. Chris Mize, look in your ashtray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and subtract one, because the one you had that was before we started, that didn't count. So there you go. We'll find out who our uh, Big D's pizza winner is for the number of late models uh, Tuesday night at Eldora. And uh, then we'll give a shout-out to whoever wins the, the Chris Smokes thing. Uh, this weekend's uh, Big D's Pizza Racing menu includes only one event, and that's actually not this weekend. It's on Tuesday, the uh, Flow Racing Night uh, in America at Eldora Speedway. It's uh, going to be the UMP Late Miles, 22000 to win. That's a lot of money. That's not bad. That's, uh, that's not some uh, bad change there. UMP Modifieds, Eldora Stocks uh, will be there as well. I know, uh, I think uh, Gabe Mueller might be making uh, yeah. his uh, debut this year. Yep. Down there. I think the Dipmans might be heading down there, too. Yep. I'm sure the Conovers are, but all the regulars. Uh, gates open at 4, racing at 7.30 on Tuesday night. Adult general admission starts at $19. I think it's $24 for reserve seats. Uh, and then uh, looking ahead to next weekend, Attica Raceway Park, as we mentioned, the Corn Main Spring Nationals rescheduled from this weekend, and Montpelier Motor Speedway will uh, kick things off next weekend. And speaking of that, next week our guest will be Larry Bose. Bose from yeah. Montpelier Motor Speedway. We'll talk to him in the fall. We'll talk to him about, uh, he's he's been pretty ambitious out there at uh, Montpelier. Maybe we'll yeah. see if we can get him to wrestle. 
He's probably not afraid of little people. No, probably not. But do you think uh, he would actually uh, do that? I don't know. Hmm. We'll have to find out. He's probably in better shape than Chris. (laughs) Sorry, Chris. And and Chris said he did count. Oh, did he? Chris, if 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 you'd get in touch with Scott and let him know the exact count. Oh, my goodness. That's so wrong. Maybe we could even offer a bonus pizza or something. We'll have to talk to... Yeah. To Dean. I know. Times are a little little tough. Tag team match. Ooh. Wait, is Chris going to be with someone else? Like maybe Doug Doc? No, Larry Bowes. Oh, I see. Both. Oh, I like yeah. that idea. I think Larry will be busy that night, though, <laughs> in Indiana. Uh, thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, contributors, uh, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Doc, and Bob Stajak. Next week, as I mentioned, Larry Bowes, promoter over there at Montpelier Motor Speedway. That's going also to be a good the, show because they've got some really big things planned for the year. Also does the Rumble in uh, Fort Wayne. And right. Hopefully we'll get Jerry back with us. Um, we'll see if we can get him off his hiatus. Yeah. Um, he said just a couple of weeks, yeah. and it's, it's been that. It's so been that now. Yeah. We're ready for you, Jerry. Two weeks from tonight, Brian Liskai hopefully uh, will be joining us. We'll talk about uh, the Fremont race season, which will be coming up here next. And, uh, yeah. No hammer down uh, hotline playback for you this week. No calls on on the line, unfortunately. But uh, again, if you'd like to call and uh, leave us a message about uh, what was it we were asking about, whether the uh, pay per view is hurting. Oh, that's the, right. uh, hurting the crowds, uh, the live crowd. There you go. Four one nine three one eight three zero eight one. Give us your opinion on there. We'll uh, revisit that. Next week, again, 419-318-3081. And if you can't remember that, just go to the Hammerdown Facebook page, and it's, or it's there. Or HammerdownRacingReport.com. Yeah, as it's a matter there, too. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform on demand, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, and uh, make sure to sign up for the Hammerdown Army at HammerdownRacingReport.com. And make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again to our sponsors, Ron Miller Race Cars, Headhunters, Barber Studio and Salon, Dominator Race Products, Freeze Frame Photos, Big D's Pizza, and Oak Shade Raceway. Uh, That's it for uh, this week. We'll see you next week. Another one's in the can, Scott. Crazy. Oh, wait. I was going to show everybody the new studio, wasn't I? Oh, yeah. So if you stuck around and you want to see our new studio that I worked so hard on this uh, weekend... Really impressive. You think so? Yeah. I engineered it all by myself. All right, here Maybe we go. there's a future in radio for you, Scott. Uh-oh. I got a thing here that says, look at the comments. I'll give one free grandstand pat. Whoa! Oakshade <laughs> stepping up. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, things uh, we just upped the ante there for uh, <laughs> things. Browser has blocked my camera and my eye. All right, here's the studio. We'll show the studio here. We'll do it this way. Over there. Oh, yeah, here we are. You you can see me twice, folks. So there's, yeah, there's uh, the nice little studio thing. We got the mics there so we can get some people in and uh, in the studio, kind of like we were. We even have a train set that's not put together. Somebody wants to put the train set together? There you go. It's the official studio train set. So if we do a mid-show break like they do at NASCAR. We could just turn the train on and we, let it we, go around. We could around play with the train yeah. during our, our mid-show break. 
Yes. All right. Now, where <laughs> Pam says, I'll give one free grandstand pass to the smoke winner. So, okay. So, uh, more incentive now on the Chris Mize smoke. That's it. And if we have a tie, we're going to have to spin the Big D's pizza wheel to, or well, it'll be the Oakshade pizza wheel. They do serve pizza at Oakshade. They do. Uh, just and, and Oakshade is kind of a... It is a circle of yeah, sorts. So. Sorts, yeah. We'll have to. It's uh, the Oakshade circle of dirt. So if we get uh, more than one correct guess, we will spin the wheel for that. We'll still call it the Big D's Pizza Wheel. The Oakshade circle of dirt. The Oakshade circle of dirt. Okay. Yeah. I'm so confused. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Now we're leaving. So uh, we'll, we'll give you until, uh, what's the cutoff for our how many and stuff? Uh, we'll give you till Tuesday. Noon. Noon. Tuesday noon for the late models. And I'll say Tuesday noon for the uh, for the smokes. smokes Again, sure. smokes and then the number of how many smokes Chris lit up. And if uh, you can't guess more than one, so if you already guessed, you're screwed. Uh, if you waited and were smart, you can wait and go back and rewatch us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter and actually count how many he did and then guess. Do you think they could handle watching us twice, Scott? No, but it's good for us, though. I guess yeah. it worked out for us. So there you go. There's there's your, your Runs uh, our numbers. There's up. your your hack for the week. Again, next week back with Larry Bose. We're out. Go watch uh, the truck race or or sleep or whatever it is you're gonna do after you listen to us. Okay. Fox Sports One NASCAR trucks. We'll see ya. Bye. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.